This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Honey, grab that koozie. This gauze is nearly boiling. Yeah, well, I like it hog. I mean, hot. Uh, what's it to you? <laughs> this week, we're talking Kylie, Nikki, Kim, and Cam. Plus, some drag race news. Boop, boop, boop. And the strike is over. Hollywood is back, 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 back to work. Mm-hmm. I love Hollywood on Drag Race Down Under. Plus, a letter about the importance of speaking up and being yourself. And we talk about the dire state of violence in Gaza and the need for a ceasefire now. Mm-hmm. And of course, we read your DMs, however cunty they may be. Are you ready to goss? I sure am. I'm full of it. The goss. I'm full of Christ's goss. M. Oh. M. Mom! Woo, woo, woo. Glory be and saints be praised. Welcome back for yet another steaming, steaming piping, piping scalding, scalding serving of hot goss. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, lives. gossip and politics, Cheeks. and take a deep dive deep into dive. the DMs. So let's get into some hot goss. I miss LA. I see you're at your home. Yes, I am. Wearing the new Alaka Alexa merch. I mean, it's not available anywhere, but I have one. It's a beautiful night for a breakdown t shirt. I'm pretty sure that's one of one, the only one. Oh. I actually have a black one too, but th- those are the only two that exist on this planet. So it's one of two. I'm one of two. <laughs> I'm two of two. I would buy it. It's really cool. I saw some really cool merch last night. Um, Where at? I was at uh, the Playbill Remember the Ribbon. Uh, oh, yeah. Show. You were Sony in Hall. it, huh? Yeah, it was great. Um, Shoshana Bean was there. A bunch of people were there. Um, Shoshana had a really cool shirt on. And I was like, bitch, you should sell that. I want it. She's like, I just wore it because it was cold and I didn't know how hot it would be in this fucking dressing room. I was like, girl, been there. Um, as I was trying to like get my makeup to stay on my face. <laughs> um, but it'll be airing on Playbill.com on December 1st for World AIDS Day. And um, everybody can That's watch so it exciting. Yeah, New York has a lot of really cool opportunities that um, that haven't really presented themselves for me in L.A. where I can sing and have fun and do stuff like that. So I love it. But I miss L.A. I miss being so close to Vegas, just popping over to hit a few tables, throw some dice, see Kylie Minogue. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Kylie is in Vegas, and I'm like, I'm not able to go i just the dates don't match up the tickets mm-hmm. are 
they evaporate like that as soon as they go on sale. It looks like an intimate room. I think it is. I think it's like, that's why it's so hard to get a ticket. Because it's like, the tickets just go poof. Are you, know, you going to see her? Yes, I am. One of my when, friends. Um, bitch. <laughs> when my friends go, because they're paying. <laughs> hmm. Thank you, Drag Daughter. Thank um, you. Okay. I am privy to some knowledge that all of her backup dancers were outfitted by the one, the only, Howie B. No way. Uh, I know, right? Killing it, Howie. That. Yeah. Uh, but the concert to that. The concert looks amazing. I've seen clips. She looks like she's having fun. Like, she looks like she wants to be there. It's great. Yeah. Well, Vegas is back. Mm-hmm. It really is. One And probably in 10 years, Nikki will be doing a, a Vegas thing, I bet. Nicki Minaj? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's gracing the cover of Vogue? Got a soap tin clock. <clears throat> She's gorgeous, as always. She is. She says she regrets getting plastic surgery. What did she get? Girl, what didn't she get? There's definitely um, some nose and eye work. I think uh, a bleff in there. There's a butt. There's a boob. Probably some well, well, what is I mean, I think she regrets it because she wants her kids to believe that they're beautiful as they are, you know? Ah, uh, okay. Or something. Yeah. I, know, I read something. That's why um, uh, Tandaway Newton uh, stopped straightening her hair because she wanted her daughters to see that her hair was beautiful as it was, as it grew out of her head. Yeah. But no, I, I definitely hear that. I love Nikki's music. I'm not a bar because there's so many people in this industry who just tell you how shittily she treats them. <laughs> what? Her fans? No, like the people that make her outfits, do her hair, like she'll push uh, she's she's like throwing wigs at people and pushing lighting rigs over. It's it's not. I um, would love it if Nicole Minaj threw a um, wig at me. I would be like, "Oh, Nika, you a freak? I'm out of here. Nobody throws <laughs> shit at me. Not not awfully close to the money maker. That came awfully close to this. Um, I'm very excited to see the season three of Drag Race Thailand. It's Wait, I think Nicki Minaj should should oh. play um Shaka Khan in the um in like the the biopic movie. Do you not see it? Mm. Put her in a Shaka unit. Girl, put cornbread in a Shaka and she could be her. Oh, okay. I love that casting choice. Me too. And then I'm thinking maybe uh Ruben Stutter for Rufus. Okay. Ooh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, age difference probably at this point between Cornbread <laughs> and Ruben Stutter. They no, might it's fine. Be... It's fine. It, right. Put them in an Ike Turner bowl cut. <laughs> be good. Be good. And then, um, uh, sweet and thing. And Caramel can play Dion. Mm-hmm. Fully. Fully. <laughs> That's the kid. This is the casting, everyone. The amount of fantasy casting you guys do, we should have an offshoot called Casting Couch. I love fantasy casting. It's so much fun. Maybe it's the tea. And these days, it's not that off the wall because, you know, 
people make fucking make these things happen. If you could do a biopic, who would you play? Um, Sandra Bullock. Wait, you would play or Sandra wait. Bullock, or Sandra Bullock would play you? Uh, both. Oh, okay. We would do. It, we would be the first time that anyone did a, a reverse two-way casting. <laughs> that would be revolutionary. I think so. I've uh, thought about this for a while. There's a lot of buzz around the project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your EpiPens out. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Thomas Jane is allergic to bees. He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> oh, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> I want to do Joe Bryath. He was like the first gay guy to have a major Rick recording contract, and he died way before his time. Yeah, or did Robert he, Plant. Did he write um, It's Raining Man and uh, Eartha Kitt's gay songs? Who's that guy? I'm not sure. Like Santa Baby? No, he wrote like, I love men. What can I do? Oh, no, I think uh, that is um, that is Paul Jabara. And I think he wrote like divine songs yeah. too. Yeah. He has that one horrible song. Um, uh, yeah, I can't even say it. Let's not even say it. But I've said enough. <laughs> that was that was a faggot who was making some moves back in. Girl, her day. he was. He he fully was. She was like the DWV of her day. She she, she had lived. huge hits that were like very of the gay perspective. Yeah. It's Paul raining J- men? Mm-hmm. Should we write a song that's really gay and then just have two, like, women who are famous sing it? Well, the only reason It's Raining Men went to those women was because Sylvester said no. Well, and look at the blessing of that. Well, Two Tons of Fun were his backup singers, and then they just became uh, the Weather Girls. Well, the Weather Underground. <laughs> Fully. <laughs> the Weather Underground Girls. <laughs> well, let's write some music. I haven't had any songs out since 2018, so it's about time, and I'm trying for 2024 anyway. I'm not trying to write more music for myself. I have enough music for myself. Let's write some music with some fucking women in mind who are famous, who ha- who are singers. Mod Apatow. Okay. Mod Apatow. Next. Uh, <laughs> no, she's a lovely girl. Is she? I've never had the pleasure. Have you? No, but she just is lovely. I do know that her mother used to have her hair done by my cousin, and she always tipped very well, so I appreciate that. That sounds like a fake story. (laughs) No, it's true. My cousin Nicole used to um, do blowouts on Leslie Mann at Judd and Leslie's house like in the Palisades, and it was like some huge driveway up a hill, and she always tipped really, really well. Not a fake story. I love that. That just wasn't a, a pregnant lady. pause. I was just sipping my t- my hot beverage. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. What's I lovely love is Leslie Mann. Mm-hmm. In um, Cable Guy. Are you getting in your RuPaul's Drag Race audition tape, honey? I don't think this is my year. They told me that I'd only go to like top like uh, top eight. So I was like, let me wait till next year. Yeah, they called me. I said, I said no. I have a, I have a lot going on. I said no, but they did. Yeah, they d- did. They said I would go to the end, but I was like, not this year. Maybe let's talk next year. I have my give up for Miss Asbury Park that that yeah. week too. 
yeah. for Miss Ivy Park. Um, why don't we take a quick break? But I would like to talk about this little rainbow spotlight. Let's do it. A friend of the pod. Yes, yes, yes. He's got a whole album out, and this is one of the singles on it. It's called Toot It Up by Jojo Guads, and there's videos, and everybody should check it out if they like ass shaking, and a good, sick beat. This is some great cardio music. The whole album is wonderful. Congrats, Jojo. I do find it very inspiring, yes. Shake that ass. Toot that ass up, baby, toot it up. 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 Toot that ass, baby. Toot that ass, baby. Toot it, toot it. Toot that ass, baby. Toot that ass, baby. Toot that ass, baby. Toot it, toot it. Toot that ass, baby. Toot that ass up, better twerk it like a freak now. Gotta throw with your back and your knees now. I wanna see that booty clap to the beat now. Come and put it in my face, begging, baby, please now. Ass up and face down. That's why I always love it when you come around. The things I think when that booty go around. Gonna get yourself a ticket to the one-way pound town. Go ahead, yeah, you fucking it up. Better keep that booty going, cause I can't get enough. Back, 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 back. Keep backing it up. By the time the club is packed, you'll be racking it up. Toot that ass up, baby, toot it up. Toot that ass up, baby, toot it up. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place. All on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash DRAG. Now, if you didn't audition for season 17 of Drag Race. Season uh, 17, can you believe it? Yeah, I'm very happy. It's so. on 17. um, Who would have thought like. Cycle 17. All these years ago that this could have happened. When does it become cycles? Was that because they did multiples a year? Instead of seasons? Or was cycle a fashion term and that's why Top Model did cycles? 
I don't know. Are I they think it was it a fashion term. Or is that just you? I'm calling it cycles. No. No, on Top Model, they called it like Cycle 22, not season. It had two seasons a year, so they called them cycles instead of seasons. Dang. It'll it's, get there. It's going to get Drag 40, Race will baby. get there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Drag Race talk- Thailand yeah. is happening. It's the third season, and it's going to be available on WoW Presents starting 2024. <laughs> um, and this is, you know, one, two, three, four... Five years after the after the last season. Yes, and Pangina Heels will be returning. Miss Pangina looking lovely. Uh, Drag Race Thailand originally aired for two seasons between 2018 and 2019, released to widespread critical acclaim. The series was co-hosted by Pangina and Art Aria, and were respectively won by Natalia Pilakum and Anjali Anong. The latter made her history as Drag Race's first ever trans champion. So mm-hmm. why the wait? What happened? I don't know, girl. Pangina's been gigging around all, all over the U.S. She did Drag Race live in Vegas. I've seen her. I saw her perform somewhere. I think maybe Mickey's. She's really great. Her drag is fucking creative. All the Thailand girls are like crazy outside the box never before been seen type of drag i really appreciate their artistry yeah me too pangina is amazing and so lovely to work with Mm -hmm. uh and uh i can't wait to see how this season turns out same i'll be watching um the strike is over the strike is over yeah, this is uh, good news. The strike is over, and the actors and writers are both not on strike anymore. We didn't get everything we wanted, but we got the AI protections that we needed. Um, we got new self-tape regulations where you're not allowed to get 20 pages of, of audition material and then say we need this tomorrow, basically. Um, there's minimum compensation <laughs> they increases. They really do. Um, there's they love that act. Streaming bonuses relocation bonuses, minimum number of background actors. Um, the the This is, a I think, two and a half or three year deal, though, because I bet it's going to happen again. Because one of the main things that so we too. did not get is the streaming residuals that we need because they're not going right. to release numbers. Their prices are just going to keep going up and they're going to, you know, keep lining the pockets of the producers that produce things and not the artists that make them. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is more like a, it's it's not over, but it's like a we'll see you later kind yeah, of thing. Fully. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, three years. Yeah, let's see how it goes. <laughs> see yeah. you then, babe. Mm-hmm. Are you watching um, Kim Kardashian on American Horror Story? Um, no, but I'm watching the Kardashians on Hulu. Does that count for something? Um, yeah, maybe. I've never, I have the distinction of never having seen an episode of either. Honey, watching it for the hair and makeup alone in these interview chairs, (laughs) it is drag. Yeah. Different wig every time. Just like so stunning. Drag. 
Yeah, I saw um I saw them gluing something in and then uh it looked like a lot of breakage around a hairline somewhere. I was like, that don't look healthy. She needs some fucking keratin treatments. Well. They do a lot. Uh Kim Kardashian uh is announcing a new bra for Skims. Uh, which is the launch of the Skims Ultimate Nipple Bra, $62 retail. A new version of the brand's beloved push-up style with a built-in faux nipple for shock factor. Hmm. This isn't anything new. Don't you remember Sex in the City? Hmm. Where she gets the little fake nipples and puts them in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can have pointy nipples as as like a fashion choice. I can't wait till girls start wearing this to school. Girl, do you know what Lola saw the other day on, I think, Fashion Nova or one of those websites? What? It was like Camel toe nip- panties? nipple inserts, but they were pierced. So you can look like you have nipple piercings. <laughs> hmm. Girl. Girl. Okay. I mean, this is very you. I think this is something that you'll get into. I don't know why a bra is $62. Cause it's a skim. I don't I don't understand. I don't know <laughs> why anybody would pay 62 bucks for a bra like that. It's just a plain bra. But it makes your makes your um boobies look really nice and nipplish. Okay. It makes the, it gives the appearance of coldness in the room. So if you're, like, in a really hot, like, locale or, like, a really sweaty dressing room, you can at least feel like you're cold because your nipples are, like, (laughs) feel like a chilled woman. Feel like a chilled woman. Feel, feel like a chilled woman. I'm more interested in Kim Petras. She's on her Feed the Beast tour, and she is doing interviews and wearing wigs. Her... Her newest video, she has this red wig on and red contacts. She looks so fucking cool. Her beauty team, I think it's like Mugapus and Ernesto. They're killing it. I think her hair is by Iggy. I forget. But um, Kim uh, said after her interviewer compared her concert to be touched by a different person all over the entire time. She said, yeah, which is something I'm very proud of. And she added that gay sex is happening at her shows in the crowd, and that's the goal. <laughs> She's the coolest. Libidinous. I um I'm I have a I have a, a can you press the plucked button for a second? Oh plucked. I was I wasn't going to even talk about it because I just wanted to like let let it go and let the whole incident just really just disappear into the past of my mind. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so um, Kim Petrus DM'd me on Instagram and was like, you should, you should come to my Brooklyn show. What privilege. And I was like, I'm not in Brooklyn, but can I come to the L.A. show? And she was like, sure, yeah, absolutely. And so we sent the names of, like, who was going to be coming. Like, is that okay? Yeah, totally. So we go <laughs> to the L.A. show. Security at the at the gate is like we've never heard of you. No, we don't have any of your names. We <gasps> okay, all right. No, that's fine. Uh, so we tramp over a you know 
a, a mile to the second door because they told us to go to the other door. Maybe it's there. We wait in line with a bunch of people who are also on the list. Uh, and then we're, no, we've never heard of you. You, we, you don't exist. You're, you need to go to the other door, which is a football field that way. So then we walk another um, football field to get to the final door. And we're like, okay, well, this is it. I mean, this has got to be it. This is the box office. They're going to have our name. They go in the back. They look in the thing. No, we don't have any of your names. We've never heard of you. I'm literally DMing Kim Petras the, the night of her show. Like, her show is starting by this point. Hey, girl, I'm outside. Like, <laughs> like, literally, like that. I brought you uh, nail glue. A DM, which has never been answered, by the way. Uh, and so we ended up just having to buy tickets, which if I was going to buy tickets, I would have bought better tickets when they were available. But these were literally nosebleeds of the nosebleeds. Uh, just because, I mean, I was so pissed. I was like ready to leave. How many people were you with? Two. <gasps> and they were like, they were like, no, let's just stay. We sat in the car for an hour, like to get here. Let's just stay. Let's just like get tickets and like see the show. I was so pissed. I was so plucked. I'm so Pluck. soured by it. Like, it's not like I like messaged her and the DMs like, hey, can I get on the list? Like she literally messaged me. She invited me and then didn't proceed to like tell anyone that that happened. So whoever's running her social media, I, I know you've got a lot going on, but like I just did a show where like people were texting me for a month. I need this many people. Can you please put me on the list for this? Can I be? And it's not that fucking hard. It's really actually very easy. Uh, so I'm is, like so soured. Like I can't listen to Kim Petra's music. I like skip it anytime it comes on. Like I'm so, I'm so pissed because I just feel like drag queens just don't get treated like fucking people. And it's yet another um, instance of that. You've also devoted weeks of your life to putting on shows to highlight her. Oh, her not music. anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will not be doing another Kim Petras themed show. You will not be feeding the beast? Anytime soon. Also, well, that DM I sent on the night of the show, unanswered. So I don't, whoever's running her social media, because I doubt it's her. Girl, you're in the general box. Girl. <laughs> you ain't even primary, bitch. I'm like, I can't. I'm so soured by the whole experience. I, I just, I, I don't even, I can't even speak. I, I'm sure it oh, was Let's have a, Kim on the show to, uh, to hash it out. Yeah, send great. her a DM. See how it goes. I think that the easiest way to keep up with um, responsibilities like that is as soon as you see it, you can't hit keep as new. You have to immediately forward it to the right person or screenshot it and send it to someone who will remember. Yes. Because, you know, as an artist, we have so many things going on in our heads. Um, but Oh, yeah. That kind of sucks, definitely. Because drag queens and gay people are what make these pop girlies really hit. You yeah. Know? Well, um, no. I mean, tons of money from a label does. Yeah. Maybe mom should make a record label. Um, uh, okay. I mean, Unique. you know. We have a lot of talented people. Mm -hmm. We have the, all those soundproof rooms. There's carpet in one. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? And uh, let's couple, be right back. Couple months. 
Ooh, girl, we are back. Back, 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 back again. And we have a letter from Jay. Do you want to go ahead and read this? Sure. Hey, girls and Dipper. I am Johan, a listener from the very first episode, but with a hiatus in the middle, now only listening to hot goss because I get RPDR burnout. I am a psychiatrist in Malaysia, a southeastern Asian country, and wrote my postgraduate thesis on Malaysian LGBT plus mental health, the first paper of its kind in our country and one of the first in the region. It's now available for free access here with a hot link. I have faced... I have faced a lot of challenges due to this paper professionally. Malaysia is a deeply homophobic country where you can be imprisoned for up to 20 years for consensual anal sex. The same can be said about the government health system, whereby whenever I put my paper up for visibility at conferences and things, I faced very blatant homophobia from psychiatrists repeatedly. They even placed me at a very remote location in the Borneo side of the country when I informed the placement committee that I would like to do more research on Malaysian LGBT mental health. Despite promising that I would not be sent there because I had already served there for four years. This has made it hard to achieve my goals, being so far from my boyfriend, my support system, as well as the population to do more research. I'm writing this to thank you. Many times I wondered if I shouldn't have been so loud and sometimes even if I shouldn't have done the research at all. When you guys talk about LGBT phobia in the U.S. and listening to the passion and anger in your voices, it empowered me because when you guys at the front line of LGBT plus progress are still struggling, it validates my own struggles and reminds me of the need to be the first stone thrown. There are a lot of queer psychiatrists, but none would even acknowledge or support my paper publicly, only in DMs, let alone say anything about LGBT mental health. Although we've never met or interacted, listening to your let's get political statement and just the general tomfoolery, you guys are part of my support system. So thank you guys. I've attached some pics of myself and my boyfriend, but not a dick pic because I unfortunately fulfill the Asian stereotype and my boyfriend is a hung one. LOL. (laughs) Yours, Jay. Uh, Johan, you're such a cutie. Thank you for doing good work for people in your country. Um, and I hope you are rewarded in the years to come and you get, um, some local dick or your boyfriend gets to move by you. I love this leopard print shirt and the bold use of florals and patterns in your wardrobe. Yeah, she's so cute. And this is such a nice letter. Thank you for this. I, I mean, it's, I guess it's very easy sometimes, you know, in America to sort of take for granted that, like, you can be gay here. <laughs> from from our Crystal Palace. And the, right, the fact that we, you know, talk about gay shit for a living, we do drag and, and gay shit and make our living doing so, it's easy to sort of take for granted that there are a lot of places in the fucking world where that's not really the case and it's way more difficult to just exist. So thank you for existing and thank you. Thank you for being on the front lines and doing some really important work. And thanks uh, for hot gossing with us every week. We appreciate your ears. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings us to the segment that we so bravely, uh, wonder and ponder into each week called. Let's get get political. 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 I wanna get, I wanna get political. Let's not hear your poli sci. So for over a month, we have witnessed great violence in Gaza, and social media has been flooded with horrific images and tons of misinformation about the situation. 
We were witnessing one of the greatest humanitarian crises of our lifetime play out in front of us. The death toll continues to rise. Propaganda is running rampant in the media, and it's heart-wrenching that the biggest players in global politics, <laughs> Biden, won't call for a ceasefire. Ceasefire. Also, just an FYI, we are not the news. We are an mm-hmm. entertainment podcast, allegedly. So we should not be your first source of information about what is happening. You can go learn for yourself about why people are in the streets chanting free Palestine and how entrenched in politics and capitalism the whole situation is. Yeah, and even though we are not the news, we do try to bring light to issues outside of our usual realm of knowledge, such as hair and cosmetics and understanding, and we want to talk about this. Protests and marches are happening all over the world, in L.A., in New York, D.C., London, Paris, Berlin, Milan, Dhaka, all in support of a ceasefire. We urge everyone to visit ceasefiretoday.com for a list of actionable items, things you can do. Yes, it's really easy to feel helpless in a situation like this. And uh, the violence and destruction is on the other side of the world is what it feels like. But the U.S. is 100% complicit in what is going on right now. We're funding the Israeli army. We are building the bombs that are killing innocent lives in Palestine. There are links on the site to donate to Doctors Without Borders, the Palestine Children's Relief Fund, and UNRWA, which is the United Nations Agency on the Ground in Gaza. And to call your representatives to let them know that they need to support a ceasefire. It's really easy to feel like you can't do anything, but you can. So tap in, even if it's just calling your state rep or whoever and saying, we're not going to vote for you unless you make your constituents' voices heard. And then get all your friends to do it. And then tell them to get their friends to do it. And try to, you know, it's we the people as a democracy and we're supposed to have our voices heard. And the fact that many of us want our tax dollars to go to stuff in America instead of building bombs for places halfway around the world so we can have our oil interests defended or whatever is ludicrous. Yeah. But um, now we're going to go get in a cave because that's what we're good at. Yes, let's take a break and we'll be right back. This is the moment. This is the moment. Where we go... Where we go, spelunking, unking, unking, deep Deep inside the DMs. This first message is a correction. We love these. (laughs) Dear Big Dipper Alaska and Willem, on a recent Race Chaser Classique podcast, Willem stated that she was at precinct for Valentina's infamous I'd Like to Keep It on Lip Sync. This is incorrect. (laughs) She was at Roscoe's in Chicago with Bob the Drag Queen and Kim Chi. It's on YouTube. Sincerely, D.H. Prescott. The test determined that was a lie. Yeah, I'm wrong a lot. (laughs) A lot. Girl, you knew you were at a club, at a bar, and you had a great time. That's that's all you need to know, really. Honestly, yeah, but... Yeah, I'm wrong. Thanks a lot. for fact checking. Sorry, our that was locations. just meant to be playful. I, I didn't. No, I, I, I can know. cut it out if you don't. No, want no, no. It's I. It. Okay. It's it's funny, and I remember where I was and what I was wearing and everything. But like, 
honestly, like, I'm having kind of a hard week. And okay. I'll just be, like, blatant with everybody and our listeners. I have done a lot of fucked up shit in my life. I've been racist. I've been misogynist. I've been sizist. I've been transphobic. I've been ageist. I've been ableist. I've been every kind of ist there has been. And, I mean, I've, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Bob. I, I buy her merch. I've been on Bob and Monet's, Monet's Patreon since the beginning. I've always supported. I love her. I've always said that she's my one of my favorite Rue girls with Bianca and Jinx and Alaska. And I watch mm. their videos because I'm on their Patreon and I enjoy them. And they did a series called The One About Every Rue Girl. And mm-hmm. they they said some nice things about me. But then like... Bob brought up the worst thing that I've ever done, which was blackface in a movie in 2000. I think we filmed in 2008 or nine, which is like a long time ago. Still horrible. There's no excuse. I'm a terrible person. Um, I thought, you know, it's on TV, top model. I see drag queens changing races, white chicks, Miss Swan, all those kind of terrible excuses that white people use. Tropic Thunder, Robert Downey Jr., all that. I thought I could do it. Not only was it a fail as, you know, a person, but as an entertainer, it was a fail because it wasn't funny and it was bad. And I always thought funny gets a pass and this wasn't. And they brought that up. And like Bob said something that I actually laughed along with when he was like, um, it was it was kind of out of the blue, too. They were like talking about how wild I am and how I put stuff up my butt at shows and everything. And then they were like, yeah, and Willem's really versed in the art of blackface. And I was just like. And someone said I did it several times. I haven't. I did it once, and once was enough. Um, Once was too much. And I was – it's hard to be judged by the worst thing that you've ever done in your life every day. And I'm I'm always thinking that, like, the day I die, I'm going to be putting way more positives up, and I hope to be remembered for the good that I've done in the world, and hopefully I'll leave the world a better place. But every video I do – Every comment section there is, someone brings it up, how horrible I am for doing this and what a terrible person I am. And they're right. But um, I, it, Bob said something where he's like, is it shady to bring it up? He did it. And she's right. And Monet looked kind of shocked and that it was that it's a fact and that it's true. But just because I've known Monet not as long as Bob and we've been friendly and fans of each other, I th- I think. And um, she was like, really? And they were like, yeah. And I don't I don't know if she's apologized for it. I've apologized for it everywhere. I've gone on my friend uh, Damon Williams' podcast called The Receipts during uh, quarantine to specifically talk about it and to talk about why white people are horrible and need to be accountable for the things that they've done so other people learn about it and why it's wrong and how it's steeped in like so many terrible things and it's not fun for anybody you know um and like I I want to bring it to my audience our audience because I feel like accountability needs to start at home and this is my podcast and I've never really talked about it here I don't think but um I was with Bob for this thing where (laughs) we were watching Valentina's infamous I'd like to keep it on thing and it just reminded me by seeing his name that I should talk about it and be accountable. And this is a giant run on sentence. And I don't know why I'm talking about it, but like, I don't, yesterday there was a comment on my YouTube where like someone was like, yeah, Willem's funny. And then nine other comments. And the one that I remember was, yeah, he's so funny, uh, especially when he's doing blackface. And I was just like, 
every time I do anything, even if it's good, it's going to get brought up. And I deserve that because I did it and I take responsibility for my actions. To sum it all up, I, I wanted to um, just, I don't know what I want, but like I'm having a really hard time like grappling with my own terrible mistakes to the point where like I want to crawl under a rock and not do anything and call out of shows and just like get a regular job or something. Like I, I, I don't, it's, I, I want to be accountable, but being accountable constantly for your, the worst thing that you ever did a decade and a half ago is, is, I don't want to say it's stressful because like, you know, what's even more stressful slavery and all the oppression that the people that I was ridiculing had to go through. So like I get, I get it in my DMS every day. I've stopped checking them as much. Um, I don't know what to do. And I feel like, I feel, I feel like just like a void that I don't know how to fix or fill. And, um, I'm not really sure what to do with that, but I figure addressing it and knowing, and maybe Bob will get back in into his uh, scope. I know he's busy with Madonna and everything that I have apologized for it. I have addressed it. I'm not afraid of my past and I hope people can learn from it and, um, and put themselves in other people's shoes before they do something that they think is funny. Um, if they're, if it is not a story that they're supposed to be telling or something like that. I feel like we've done a lot of good stuff through this podcast for our platform um, and not just platform shoes. And I would like to continue doing that work. And I would like to apologize to anybody that is offended by the stuff that comes out of my mouth or through my fingers on the daily. And that is my TED talk for the day. I'm just having like well, a, a horrible week and it's cold in New York now and it gets dark at 3.30 and I'm depressed. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing it up and talking about it because, it, I mean, if it's if it's weighing on your mind, I mean, it I is good to talk about it. Like, and I mean, I don't want you to crawl under a rock. I'd like uh, to crawl under the rock. He's fine as uh, hell, well, even yeah. though he's a Republican. <laughs> oh but, no, really? Yeah, he is. Well, he does not get to play Vita Boheme in the remake. Not at all. Uh, too long, Fu, I'm afraid, because he was my number one casting for that part. I don't want you to crawl under a rock because I think that I think that people are able to grow and change. Uh, I have to believe that because I because I believe that for myself as well. And I think that the really the the only thing you can do and the best thing you can do is to like well, learn from it and be accountable for it, but also like put out work that is meaningful and good into the world, which is what you're doing uh, by doing this podcast, uh, by, you know, we've raised a lot of money for some really good causes. Uh, you know, like you can just keep doing that. That's not to say that like it won't get brought up at every fucking chance that some person on the internet wants to get your attention or get your goat. Because it's because that probably will continue to happen, mm -hmm. but um, but even when you I do can that, just keep it's, doing what you do. It's people saying, "Oh, she wants to be white savior now," and I'm like, "Can you? Can I? Can you?" I mean, Whitney said, "Can I just be me? Can I let me live?" Totally. Like if I could go back to that day in Croatia and not do it, I would. But I can't. Yeah. So Esha Palante.
And people Bo- can grow and change. I've seen your side-by-side pictures, and I know this to be true. <laughs> well, I would like to read this message from Bull because there are nudes attached. Oh, let's go, bitch. This says, my dearest Alaska Thunderfuck, Queen Cunt Willem, and Masterful Big Dipper, I just wanted to reach out and say how much I love the pod and your consistent advocacy for the queer and bizarre kink community. I am the in the grand spirit of Locktober and No Nut November. Oh, heavens. <laughs> I wanted to ask, what are your top three kinks, if any? I myself am a collared submissive who loves foot worship, impact play, and chastity. I'm looking forward to seeing my all-time favorite Alaska this December in Chicago for her holiday special as my dom, Daddy, got me tickets as a birthday gift. Work. Uh, And because I am a priority seating first-class trophy boy, I've attached a few pictures from my subscription pages as well as my Twitter X handle at himbull underscore himbull underscore love you all bull thank oh you for my these images. god hell yeah this cute little on wednesdays we wear pink uh cock cage with matching jacket <laughs> and it is wednesday oh my god i love oh. it this is beautiful bull um I thank you for writing in and for listening. And I can't wait for you to see my sister's show in Chicago. She's an entertainerist beyond all regard. Um, and without further ado, please name your top three kinks. <laughs> you first. <laughs> Why well, I gotta go first? Okay. I'd say my top three kinks are um, uh, spit, gangbangs, and other people's boyfriends. Oh. That's fair. I'm a simple, I'm a simple girl. Simple taste. See, some of these things I don't even think of as really like kinks because they're just kind of normal, right? I mean, like fo- foot, feet. That's just normal. That's just like, yeah. I know that some people consider that like a kink, but I just think it's like normal. I'm into feet, but if the toe hair gets caught in my teeth, I'm mad. Do not let that happen. Then you are then you just can't. And don't wiggle your toe around while it's inside my mouth like you're looking for something. Because, you know, that can cut the inside of my cheek. Like, don't, don't, don't play, like, tiddlywinks with your toe like this little piggy while you're yeah. in there. Like, I, toenails can be sharp. They can. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I love, um, I love, like voyeurism but like not not like being watched or watching watch like being watched yeah i love the idea of that like i love the windows open even though no one's like there's no view but i love the like possibility of it Mm -hmm. um uh, dip you got any kinks yeah of course you're saving that for sloppy (laughs) all i do is talk about my sexual kinks on uh Sloppy. I like big dick bottoms. Uh, I like uh, fisting guys up to the elbow when they can handle what I've got. Uh, Not up to the shoulder? No, the shoulder. Deep shoulder action. (laughs) Um, And I'm into like an age difference. Like I like much older guys, which as I'm getting older is becoming geriatric. 
Wow. Have you How thought of volunteering at the, the gay and lesbian home. elder housing or t- texting Martin Boyce? I'm banned. They don't let me back over there. Oh, damn. Honey, go to that <laughs> nursing home and fucking do a round, honey. <laughs> Candy striper. Candy striper. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Well, Bull, um, this is... Thank I'm, you for these pictures. You're so gorgeous. Honestly, My God. I'm zooming in. I'll just say that. There's just room for everyone. I'll just say that. And um, this is a black hole that NASA should explore and put our tax dollars into. No Ooh. Nut November? Wow. Yeah. This is Is beautiful. that like a thing for like locked bottoms? Like they're not allowed to come? Because like tops should be coming. Hopefully. Right? As soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> I got a line. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Oh. Stop knocking. Oh, send one of them home. I'm tired. <laughs> Bitch, this cute little, um, this cock cage in hot pink. I love it. I've, I had a door knocker on my door that had giant balls like this and then a little clacker. I love this bull. You were beautiful. Thank you, Bull. And thank you for attaching the Twitter handle too. Because uh that's fierce. I'm about to we follow. have a little announcement for you. We have a clip show as we clip near the show, end of 2023. We realize we clip show. Clip 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 show. We realize we have done so much podcasting and we celebrated our five-year anniversary. We covered season eight. Nine, 15, All-Stars 8, and so many hot gosses. And we know many of you out there have clocked some of the favorite moments from our aural entertainment, and we need your help. We're putting together a clip show for the end of the year, so we want to hear from you. Yeah, you can submit your best favorite moments of us via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. If you include the episode title and time code and a short summary of the clip, we can find just what you're looking for to help entertain all your fellow listeners. The deadline for submissions is December 9th, 2023. So please make sure to email us before then with your favorite moments. One of my favorite moments was uh, Josh Rizzo Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) That was some of our finest work, I think. Yeah, I think we're really funny, and I listened back to it. I watched um, this. It's like a 41-minute, just followed Mr. Himble. Um, (laughs) I watched our um, 41-minute episodique um, podette of um, our Race Chaser Live Queens and Queens, and it was fucking great. Gina and I rewatched it, and... It had everything I could want in a show. Animal husbandry, spit crew members, Canadians, um, gay elders with with great stories who were relatable and funny and valuable. And um, Dipper did a number. Um, and it was great. It, and I hope everybody, if you want to see it, it's available on our Patreon or behind the Good Pussy Paywall um and we love your support and you will laugh if you see it and we thank you for the support absolutely and we want to thank you so much for listening to hot gods thank you and remember to please take a moment to rate and review our show on your favorite podcast app do it and sign up for mom plus gold visit mompodcasts.plus and a shout out to all of our mom plus gold subscribers all of our subs mm. who are listening to this episode ad free behind that good pussy paywall. You can follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at race chaser pod and at mom podcasts. 
Stay safe out there, everyone. We will be back next week with another steaming, steaming, scalding, serving up hot dogs. Wait, don't we have a level in one of the memberships where we like shout shout them out by name on the pod? Has no one signed up for that? Uh, they, it's a shout out if they want to. Oh, and they don't want to. If they so they have the opportunity to, to like write in and say, give my boyfriend a shout out or do whatever and we'll do it. Himbolt can tell me but, what to do and I'll do it. But those people subscribing at that level do exist. They do exist. Because I'm asking people to rise to the challenge. It's use not, the, it's not an that. automatic shout out because some people don't want their name said. Well, use a fake name. You, so I'll just you, write Patricia if, and then if it's like you are we know that. <laughs> no, like I'm telling I'm asking people at is it the diamond level? It is the diamond level. I'm asking those of you at the diamond level to use this power that you have. You get to have us say whatever you want. So <laughs> use it. So make up a fake story about a fake, you know, a woman named Patricia. Yeah. And they have their own email address that they can write into. We've, we, we, ex- people got excited in the first month of sign up, So they used it a bunch. Um, and then now I think they're just happy being diamond, but right in. I just want to remind the diamond right dolls the diamond of the line. power that you possess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Y'all better scoot. Don't boot. To our uh, racechaserpod at gmail.com and write into us, please. Racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. M. Oh. M. Mom. To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? Who, me?